Buffet, and welcome back to How You Can Eat, your weekly serving of Korean pop music. I'm one of your leaders, Chuck Jose, and today we have a very special release that is out of this world. That's right, we are counting down the seconds until we can talk about Luna's new album. You know, I never really figured out how to pronounce the album. Is it midnight? 12 o'clock? I don't know. What I think it, it's Midnight. Midnight, okay. Midnight. That's the yes. official way to say the album. Okay, it's written out as 12 colon 00. zero. <laughs> Sorry. O- open bracket 12 <laughs> colon 00, zero close bracket, a.k.a. Midnight. But before we do that, I would be remiss to not introduce the other members of the big three. To my virtual left... All the way from New York, New York, is Steven. Steven, how are you doing? Hello. I am so excited <laughs> to talk about Midnight. Uh, I'm doing pretty well otherwise. Um, yeah, it, it, I've had listened to it a lot in the past couple of days, so I, I'm, I'm pumped. Let's, let's pump it out. Indeed, I <laughs> am try, trying to, to, like... Uh, I'm trying to be on level footing with you guys because I literally only listened to this album two hours ago and I just kept going through it over and over again as much as I could and going back and forth between each song and oh man I I was telling you guys before we started this was the fastest album listen I've ever done in my life usually I'm like very ADD and like just skip every song like if i hear it and i'm like oh, i don't like that i'll go to the next one but this one i knew i had to listen to every single second of every single track and i was just like god how can i like sp- speed this up oh man i'm gonna have to like come up with opinions and everything for this episode so bear with me i am not going to be as knowledgeable about luna or midnight as i was about blackpink and the album but luckily to my virtual right we have the third member of the big three. He is the one who's going to be the Luna savant. He has a Wikipedia knowledge of this group. Hopefully, I'm not. I hope I'm not hyping you up too much. But to my virtual left, nope. To my virtual right <laughs> is Alan Mark. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes. Hello. 
Uh, yes, I'm Alan Mark. Uh, I guess you would say I'm the resident orbit of the group of us. Uh, I think I'm the one that actually recommended to you, Stephen, to listen to Luna earlier yeah. in this pandemic. So. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like spent a lot of time <laughs> listening and consuming. But I, I love yeah, them Yeah, no, for sure. No, that's cool. Because yeah, for me, I didn't really start listening to them until this year either. Um, it kind of crept up. Uh, but, I mean, now I'm, like, a big fan of the music a lot. Um, and then, like, the the group itself is also really fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to get into this, uh, talk about this new album, you know? Dum-dum-dum-dee-dum. Uh, Dum-dum-dee-dum. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i what i started realizing is that every single group has like a string of um onomatopoeia f- words don't they like it just seems like everyone has a song where the song title is just sounds yeah it makes for a catchy song sense? like as long as That's you put true. a nice melody to it then it's easy to listen to especially for international fans yeah that makes sense that makes so much sense okay so let us do this before we go ahead and talk about the album. For myself <laughs> and for anybody out there who's for some reason listening to this podcast and decided to tune into this episode and has no idea who Luna or any of its, uh, I don't know. See, I don't even know the number of members. I'm going to just guess. Uh, I know it's in the double digits. I'm going to say 12. But Alamark is going to correct me on that. So, Alamark, why don't you, for my sake and our listeners' sake, give us the rundown on Luna? Yeah, so I will correct you. It is 12, so you're actually very correct. What? <laughs> I guessed that. I guessed that. So I, oh, my God. Yeah, I'll give a quick rundown. Um, so, Luna um, is a group that was created by Blockberry Creative. Um, so there was this sort of a huge project that they planned where um, they essentially introduced each member of the group before they officially debuted as the full OT12. Okay, so this is like the Avengers of I, K-pop. I've, you're I've seen uh, that that reference. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! I just actually okay. yeah, that's <laughs> actually been a reference that I've seen. But oh, yeah, I'm way yeah. behind. So. <laughs> Uh, Luna is more so like the, I guess, international stylized uh, name for it, for them. Um, their actual name is, I don't know it in Korean, but it uh, translates to Girl of the Month. Because for each, 12 mem- the, each of the 12 members that they introduced with a pre-debut single, they did that throughout um, sequentially for months leading up to the debut. So... Uh, 12 months for each 12 members, and as well as a few other months for uh, each of the subunits that are under Luna. So Luna is made up of 12 members and three subunits. So is each member tied to not only a month, but an astrological sign or something? Uh, no, I, I don't believe they uh, looped in astrology to that. I don't know why I said astrology like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe just, they will just, now that I said yeah, Astro so. on the brain. But yeah, so it's just a month. There's some overlap with the months because the uh because the subunits also released in between. So um but yeah, essentially the Luna is made up of three subunits, Luna one third, uh Odd Eye Circle, and YY by Y, which stands for 
youth, youth is by young. Y- youth, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that I think that's it. So, yeah. uh, Stephen, uh, can we confirm? <laughs> that that is correct. Let me. Stephen will judges. be my fact checker. Yeah, that is right. And uh, <laughs> right. I've made notes for everything else except for five hundred points to Alan Mark. <laughs> I made. I took notes for everything except for describing the group that we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. that's right. So um, yeah, with each pre-release, uh, each individual member got their own single, as well as a, an associated color, and an associated animal. Um, that's all part of uh, you know the, the sort of the the visuals and the imagery that they have in their music videos, um, and then everything. Um, everything from the pre-releases up into the debuts and all the singles um, are sort of tied together into one huge story called the Lunaverse, which I think it deserves its own episode, so I won't get into that. Uh, but yeah, so um, these 12 members would, eventually all became the group that we know as Luna. I would love for us to do a deep dive in the, the lore and the 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 reasoning behind all these groups, because uh, okay, again, I know every super fan understands this. Like, it, it's ingrained into their heads already. Like the the fact that there's so much meaning behind each group. But I'd be curious to, for fun, to do like some sort of deep dive of us figuring out like why, who thought of, who thought of this. Is there a group of people in each uh, studio that just comes up with the most outra- like outlandish, outrageous like connections just so that they can create some sort of web of, uh, I don't know, just a story. This well, is some a sort of story. web. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. like, I'm sure that's, for me at least, that's like half the fun of these groups is just realizing like, oh, every music video is connected to the previous music video and it's part of the bigger lore that it's like there there's no need for any of this but it's so cool that there is yeah so. but multi but most groups i feel like the any storylines that they create are um just within specific eras maybe a two-year time span of those albums and singles would go over this one storyline i know bts did that uh dreamcatcher kind of did that as well um, but then I think I think EXO oh yeah EXO as well yeah they used to have superpowers with EXO <laughs> yeah and then like they kind of they seems like it yeah. dropped off and there's like there was a video of them where they were on a show and like the host was asking them about the lore <laughs> I think they yeah. forgot <laughs> it was really funny so yeah with, with um, Luna though I feel like um, this may be something that they may just be they, miss, they might just do throughout the entirety of Luna's existence, but we'll see. It's still it's still pretty early. They so the the individual singles started in uh, October of 2016, but Luna didn't officially debut until August of 2018. So technically, they're still a pretty new group, but they've also been around for technically been around for quite some time. Um, I want to do this as like a fun social media post. That would be great to like compare each member of Luna to all the Avengers or every MCU just to like just the history of like the releases and figure out Oh that might exist somewhere anyway, already. Anyway, that's just a side note. 
Yeah, I know. Everything I'm talking about right now, there's smarter people out there who've already um, talked about it. Um, Before uh, we get off that, to, uh, the topic of the lore and everything. I just wanted to make a quick joke and say, would you would you say that Korean pop groups, so uh, all these groups, they're the Korean Coheed and Cambrias? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I've said that since the beginning. <laughs> I, I saw JYP and it's like that guy. It's like that guy with that hair. Yeah. Oh that! Oh that! <laughs> what is the uh, the music video for uh, the one where they're in the bar? Oh, um, the one that we always play. For, uh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, he he saw that music video. and was like, I got an idea, guys. <laughs> got an idea for a new music studio. Okay, that's enough about American music. We're gonna talk about <laughs> Korean pop music. So, this album just came out not long ago. You're gonna be listening to this on. Friday the 30th of October, so we're recording this way in advance of that, but for us, it just came out two days ago, October 19th, so we barely had any, like, at least with Blackpink, we had a week or two or three, I forget, we had a long time to listen to it, but we only had two days to listen to this album, and so all of our opinions are super fresh super off the cuff we are just i'm probably going to be hearing things from these guys that i've i didn't even think of because again i only listened to this two hours ago so i how do you guys want to start with this do you want to just kind of go go into the overall direction with this album i don't know if you guys took notes on that but well, we could totally start with I, I, the lead single i would say um because I, that really yes, sets yeah. the tone the lead single in the intro so um, I mean starts yeah. off with 12 or midnight essentially every Luna album starts off with an intro uh, an instrumental intro that uh, is thematically sounds the same as the lead single, essentially. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so cool. this is sort of that same that same thing that's uh, going on. What I like about this one is that I feel like this is the... It really drives home the sort of outer space theme. Um, I mean, they're called Luna. Um, they revolve around, like, um, sort of going through world by, like, different worlds, this is Luniverse stuff bringing up, yeah. but it's like there's different worlds that they can pass through and meet up. Um, and then outer space being part of the moon is part of that. Um, so they're really driving home that point. And then you hear it a lot as well in Why Not, the lead single. Um, I like it because the, how, like the theme, the, the like audio themes of like the beeping noises and the type of synths they use really feel like outer space it comes from like a science fiction type of world so um yeah they really established its own there and that's only um with the audio there's the whole mv as well and in, in the intro they had that like vocal sample of it sounded like a mission mm-hmm. control for like i don't know like a nasa space adventure but um i, th- I thought both the intro and why not 
they built they had this sense of like anticipation mm. like especially at the end of why not I, I felt like it was really built up at the end but the video it does have i think a lot of lore yeah. in it and oh god yeah let's, which uh, i didn't i didn't really quite get but i mean it was it looked every scene looked cool on its own but i think i was still trying to understand what the connections were between each member and then the overall yeah. story i will and, say from watching the, yeah. all the music videos that this one probably brings in a lot of um, especially visually, a lot of the lore back from the pre-release, or not the pre-release, the pre-debut singles. Um, I think it even has a bit more lore than High High, which was their debut single. Um, but because it brings yeah. back a lot of visual motifs from like the different, uh, yeah, pre-release videos. Yeah, I, I remember like they had the the odd mm-hmm. eyes, and then Kim Lip, she was like. It was like she was climbing up stairs, mm-hmm. like at the end of the right. high high video. Um, so yeah, I, I I caught those, but just the other images. There was a lot, sure and then Chuck's probably so confused right now. He's like, what? <laughs> "Listeners, if you're if you're wondering what's going on, I share the same." I. <laughs> I sh- I share sympathies with you because I also am trying to figure out. I'm I'm remembering because like I I again I I also watched the I watched the music video or I watched why not before I listened to the whole album. And I'm trying to remember all the visuals and going like, oh God, I wrote so many notes about it. Like now it makes, it would have made more sense if I had dug into Luna way before because I I did appreciate everything from like all the visuals that, that they were giving. But I, I would love to touch more on that when we go deeper into the music video. I, I will say I, I, the only my only gripe with the the combo of the in, of uh, midnight and why not is just they they built it they they did it, they layered on an amazing set of sounds sonically um when it came to the the countdown like building up but i, I will say i i maybe it's cuz i've just listened to so many albums that just bleed the end of one track and then have it lead into the other i will say i did feel a sense of like like a come down at the very end of the intro to the beginning of why not and i guess it makes sense because each song has to kind of exist on its own but for me i think i i would i i felt kind of the air get lifted or like sucked away um with the transition that's not to say it wasn't great it's just I felt like if the if midnight just led right into the uh the I don't know the preverse or the whatever the hook of why not I think I would have felt a little bit more complete I guess like I just felt there was like a just a awkward gap in between yeah again I think if why not yeah. wasn't the lead single that would have been a really nice choice um but yeah, yeah. I think um because the single itself in the MV, they like already has that buildup within to it. Correct. Um, yeah. So it, be, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Um, I will say, <laughs> I I wanna. The very first thought I had when I heard the hook of uh, "Why Not," and I'm gonna do my best to do it right now. It's like the, be da dum da dum da dum 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 da da dum something like yeah. that. My first thought was like, is this the is this the freaking 
uh, jamster hamster <laughs> ringtone. But I did a did a. I bet you guys didn't think of that. that. That was my very first thought. Of- I, I did not either. Okay. Now you're not gonna unhear that, so you're welcome, everyone. That's what you get when you uh, when you come in fresh ears uh, to this album. Anyway, um, let's let's talk about the music video for Why Not because again. It released at the same time the album did. And boy, I was so confused. <laughs> I I I mean I I appreciated all the the visual milieu of each scene, but just trying to piece everything together, I was it's making more sense when you talk about these Luniverses cuz I felt like I was being transported to a different Luniverse every single time they were switching scenes. Yeah. So I think that was on I, purpose a little bit. Uh, I mean, I can't speak for Blockberry Creative, but um, I think after a bit of the success that they had with So What earlier this year, um, I think they realized that they may be getting a bit more, um, there's more new, new listeners, new ears, and then you know they'd pretty much be starting like right in the center of the Luniverse. So like kind of you are confused, but... I think that's kind of why they threw in a whole bunch of different lore stuff into this music video because it'll make, like, at least for those curious enough, I, they'd hope that they would go back and sort of figure out, like, what is this? What does this mean? And then um, you could refer back to all their older songs uh, for at least some clarity. I don't know about answers, but at least some clarity. <laughs> yeah. Would you say this is like the, that, this is like the, last time on Luniverse kind of music video where you kind of just had glimpses of... So is every single scene... Was that a callback to a certain moment in the lore? Or is there anything brand new that is related to specifically Midnight and Why Not? I kind of feel like they're always adding Mm -hmm. to it. Um, And this one, it seemed like they definitely... Added a lot, especially the very last shot we saw. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, Hyunjin. And so they they are continuously building onto the lore. And it's, again, I didn't catch everything, but they were definitely making references to previous uh, videos. I did like that moment where it started off with like three glowing orbs. I, again, I don't, I, I, I'm not familiar with anyone's mm-hmm. names. Yeah, that, but one's, the, that one's Kim Lip. Okay, when she was like in the field of dreams, I guess, and the three globes were just kind of rotating, and then eventually she started floating, and then like more and more globes. I don't know. For me, I kind of like that the most, as far as like just visually. Visually, yeah, because everything else seemed like you know your normal K-pop um, scenery, where it's like, oh, here's like the the hard rapper in a Fast and Furious scene, like the the dock scene where they're trying to figure out how to drift. <laughs> or um here is here here is um we're, let, let's let's tap into um let's tap into like uh New Jack with our like big wide suits in this uh, black and white hallway and do uh do that move where you like you uh kind of like like move your hip, uh, knees in and out. So. Yeah. So but my 
my first thought with that scene though was Irene and yeah, not me too. Yes, because yeah. it was black and white yeah. and just two people. But um, and I feel like the sound at that point even kind of referenced mm. it. But maybe I was just called. It was some influencing my thought at that point. But I I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 for me like just analyzing each cut i i liked all the scenery individually like everything was visually pleasing um i think as a whole i was trying again it'd be probably better for me to go back and read up go on subreddit or whatever uh fan page and understand what each of the elements are because then it would make more sense um but yeah i i will say the one part that felt out of place for me again alan mark i'm gonna need you to um, got you let me know who the uh who the member is but the the part where because everything's all dark hard um in your face maybe and then it like just quickly does like a here's a pretty aesthetic with like a car that's like pastel colors and the sun's in the sky and everything um oh true that one's true i believe okay thank you thank you um yeah that was probably the only part of the music video that didn't make sense yeah. to me i mean i think that I it mean, boils down to it, lore as a whole. i would say <laughs> yeah that, i again yeah. I, that makes yeah. so much because that one um, i think that in particular references their past single so what with like the but like the i don't know if it's a sun that's on like that's just so close or anything because it's in the end of that music video there's like the whole entire moon burned up so um yeah it's a lot more lore than uh, okay okay yeah. okay thank you this this is why you're you're definitely a part of this podcast Elmer, because <laughs> you are you are also a knowledgeable member. I, I'm I'm the voice of the everyday person who's trying to figure out what K, what Korean pop is. Um, I I wanted to get your guys' opinion about this. Is I I I'm I'm sure with groups you can either go one of two ways. Every member is an incredible singer and performer and dancer. Are there groups where not everyone has similar strong suits? Some people are strictly there to sing. Oh, that's actually pretty consistent with all groups. Um, okay. They're, actually, Luna doesn't necessarily have those specific roles in place, but most groups have like a main dancer, main vocalist, lead dancer, lead right. vocalist, visual, yeah. center, stuff like that, where they're um, based on their strength, they have that specific role. And you could tell... Oftentimes, like, oh yeah, that's a that's a main dancer, or that's a main vocalist mm-hmm. based on line distribution or screen time stuff like that. Because uh, I I I was get, getting that kind of hint when it the same four dancers were dancing in this music video. That I'm assuming actually might just be lore, but <laughs> because oh. there are two <laughs> sets of four, freaking lore. There's two sets of four, and you're like, oh, why is why is Cherry with why 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 and why is go on with one third uh but it could we could talk about that i honestly oh think God. all Freaking of the lore. it's lore again is oh. it's, okay. it can I be was, its own episode i was confused i was like why 
why is it just these four always but there is there i was reading some fan reactions and people were a little upset about some members who got less uh screen time yeah. and you were lying oh to that's the song. that's uh, that's from the inception of luna ot12 that's yeah been a thing. yeah that makes sense that's like saying again i'm gonna redirect it back to marvel that's like saying uh why why isn't hawkeye getting that much screen time he's like one of the coolest characters anyway that's the uh, that's the nerdy reference um yes and I want to just say one more final note, only because I think, Stephen, would you say you you analyze a lot of the choreo, or are you less choreo oriented? I don't do I, I, I not often. Uh, it, it when it like is really good, I, I will love it, but I don't always like watch for it first. I did watch the um they had their showcase, so I I did see their videos for this and and for voice um so i was a little more focused on the choreo there because mm, it was more of okay. a performance um but when i'm watching a music video uh depending on what the video is or like the scenes i may may not focus as much on the choreo that first time uh yeah yeah okay that makes sense um because for me that's usually the first thing I look at in any, it doesn't have to be K-pop. It, it's usually, I'm waiting for like the, the choreo, choreo, choreograph segment because I don't know. I, it's just fun to see that um, because that, that's something you don't get to see when you listen to the song, you know? So it's just like they, it's, it's always great to see what would be, the choreo for a song because i know everyone's gonna like now rewind it back like over and over again to try and learn everything but al mark maybe you can touch more upon this is luna known for their intricate or advanced choreo oh yeah totally um i think steven could also attest to that as well just from seeing things but they are known for um especially for a girl group not that it matters but for having a lot like more hard-hitting choreo um, so they got, I think that's part of why Butterfly got popular because that music video, um, them, with them, it was just, they were just doing the choreo. Um, there wasn't like a lot of lore in between. Um, and also they got really popular, um, in 2019 as well from doing dance covers of a lot of other groups, especially boy groups. So they had a really popular dance cover of NCT one. Two sevens, uh, Cherry Bomb. They did BTS's Fire, and um, and Got Seven's Eclipse as well. So yeah, they are definitely, especially for girl groups, they're very well known for their um, dancing. All right, this then um, this is just the opinion of somebody who has a lot to catch up with when it comes to Luna, because I I will say if if the choreo for Why Not is going to be that segment in the disheveled supermarket and on the moon or i'm assuming that's the moon whatever that dusty gray sand area was <laughs> i i don't think i liked it oh. i didn't really think it was anything special like it's felt very like with cuz it cuz they're doing the choreo to the the jamster hamster ringtone segment and I just for me the the hits weren't really 
syncing. Like they, it, it felt like they were doing a, a slower tempoed version of this, the sounds that were happening in the background. So I think for me, that's another part of the music video where I kind of felt like, okay, um, I've seen such amazing choreo that have synced up perfectly with each hit of a song. Sorry, the hits of a song. And I don't know. It just felt like it, it just, for me, they were just like shaking their, like, it felt like they were just shaking uh, uh, maracas around. Like, they weren't really doing much with their legs or anything. Anyway, I think that's, it might be just... worth seeing it with all 11 members on the stage. Yes. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, that, yeah that, the, that, only having four of them at each time doesn't really encapsulate what, like, they're known for with choreo. That makes sense. Okay. I, I do really like Butterfly's choreo. Um, it It's one of my favorite, like, of any group, um, just because of their, like, the formations and the, the shapes and the references to, like, Butterflies it, it, and, and, like, the words of the song. I, I really like how that one was just performed and put together. Um, but, oh, I, I just thought of this, like, this... The Luna videos will also feature like shots of like women around mm-hmm. the world. Or, oh yeah, there was that part. Yeah. So yeah, so if you go and watch like uh, Butterfly and so what they it, that's a common theme. Yeah, that's well. awesome. Yeah, that's tied to part of the. It's sort of lore, but it's bringing in like all the different Lunas of the world as well. So that's that's where amazing. That comes from. Well, like a butterfly, we're going to go flap our wings and take a quick break. Uh, We'll be right back and talk more about Midnight. Okay, we're back. And if you listen to our last episode... You know we like to play a game right after the break, and this week's game is brought to you by Alan Mark himself. Steven and I have no idea what this game is going to be, so it's going to be a treat for all of us. Uh, Why don't you take it away, Alan Mark? All right, so uh, this segment, I call it a quick bite, so hopefully it shouldn't take too long. Um, But essentially, I try to think of some nice uh, trivia related to the group we're talking about, Luna. And um, since we are all you can eat, I tried to find some things that were food related. So I tried my best. It's just a couple quick questions, and I also have a tiebreaker just in case y'all happen to tie. Because okay. I know y'all want to win. This is this is incredibly out <laughs> skewed towards Stephen's knowledge. I I, I, think, I know yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> like already lose, but I, I'm I'm still game to play. Let's go. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so, uh, oh, what's up? I was just going to ask, what are, like, the rules? Oh, it's just, but I assume you were going to yeah, get it. It's just trivia, so uh, basically okay. um, it's multiple choice or matching, and then just get as many right as you can. Uh, oh, please, if you tie, yes. then we'll Give go into the tiebreaker. We could also do the tiebreaker, too, if you want, just for fun, but, yeah. Okay. okay. Do we, like, buzz in? No, just, I'll just go one by one. Pause. Uh. Okay, okay. Yeah. and then oh, I'll tell you okay. if you got it right or not. Is it going to be a bunch of uh, anagrams and everything? Like, uh, like <laughs> a, what's the NPR uh, trivia podcast? Maybe. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, okay, these, ahead, are, no. these are pretty straightforward. So, 
anagrams into all right so universe okay good uh, all right i'll get right into it so um i mentioned this before but uh when each individual member of luna was uh doing their pre-debut singles they were assigned both animals and uh colors but uh in addition to that each subunit also had a specific theme assigned as well so for Luna One Third, they had world locations such as Paris, France, and uh, Odd Eye Circle each had different superpower such as time travel. So uh, this one, also, this specific question is in terms for why, why, by why, because each member has an associated fruit. <laughs> oh God! So here, I want to oh, see no. if, okay. how well you can guess uh, the. Fruit that's associated for each member of YY by Y. I'll give you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I might know one or okay. two. Okay. I'll give you each of the names first, and then I'll name the four fruits that associated, and then do your best oh, yes. um, to match them. All right. Okay. So okay. the members of YY by Y, the third subunit of Luna, are Eve, Chu, Goan, and Olivia Hay. And then the fruits that were assigned to them are blood plum, strawberry, apple, pineapple. What the hell is a blood plum? <laughs> well, I could have just said plum, but I've read it exclusive, uh, explicitly read as a blood plum. Maybe there's like a what blood is that? orange. Yeah, yeah. What that, is that? You know, I, I think is it's that a blood plum, plum that's let me, plum. Let me deeper than purple? Let me check myself. Like, yep. Uh, blood yep. plum. Uh, LunaTheWorld.Fandom.com says Blood Plum. Okay, oh, okay. Man. repeat the uh, fruits again. Yes, yeah, so it is... What, what order did I say it in? It's Blood, blood plum, plum, Strawberry, Apple, Pineapple. Okay, I'm going to tap into my Fall Guys right. uh, knowledge. To so I'll just name patterns. them each one by one and then <laughs> say which fruit you think um, is associated with them. Okay. <clears throat> wait, wait, so... Okay, you're going to ask each of us one member, and then we have to say the fruit? Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. All right, so I'll just go in order of each member by when they were, uh, uh, when they debuted, I guess. So, Eve. Oh, the first one to guess? Yeah. Oh, no, either, do both of you give answers. You could have the same answer, you could have different answers. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say... What was the third fruit? Apple? No. The third one I said was apple. Apple. I'm going to say apple. Ah, see, Steven? I'm going to say apple mm -hmm. also. Cool. All right. Now, how about chew? What was the yeah. last fruit? The last fruit was pineapple. I'll let Steven go first this time. I'll go with strawberry on this one. Strawberry. I'm going to go with pineapple. Pineapple. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Okay, now I'll stick with strawberry. Next up is <clears throat> go on. The ones you have oh, left. That's, that's, that's oh, blood plum for sure. That's blood plum. Go on is... So Chuck, you're saying blood plum. And then Steven. Uh, I'll do pineapple. Pineapple. All right. And then Olivia Hay automatically goes. Uh, yeah. So strawberry for Chuck, and then blood plum for Steven. 
Yeah, to me, there is no way Blood Plum goes in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you one chance. Do you want to change any of your answers? No, I'm staying true. Yeah, I'm. I'm Actually, I'm I want to change my Eve Apple. That, that, that I don't know why Eve and Apple make <clears> sense. I'm kidding. That that's the only one where I'm like, I was like for sure, <laughs> like uh, Adam and Eve. Okay, let's hope. Let's hope. All right. Okay, go ahead. All right, then I'll. So, first one, Eve. Her fruit is apple. Yes, I got one. <laughs> Chew. Her fruit is strawberry. Oh, yes. Damn it. I'm one for okay. two. Steven, you're two for two. Go on. Her fruit is pineapple. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Steven is three for three. I'm one for three. Well, four for four now because Olivia Hay is for sure the blood plumber. Yeah. Well, because I, I remember the choose heart attack, heart attack video. She keeps giving... Apples to eat. Stra- strawberry. I, just, I, I thought she, they were eating strawberries together at the end. Oh, they, in the they beginning. Were strawberries at the mm. end, but then she gave like, an apple to Eve. Yeah. Got it. She kept giving apples. So that, I, I thought that meant that was yeah. Eve's. Uh, it is. Fruit. Also, if you noticed in Ooh. the Why Not music video, there's VV standing around with the cars and there's apples floating all around her. <laughs> and VV uh. was in. Eve's music video, new. Oh, lore. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So Stephen has this I, first I'm, question. <laughs> I'm gonna need. Okay. okay I, if somebody can link us the the YouTube compilation that explains the the 28 minute long YouTube video that explains <laughs> the lore of Luna, I would yes. really appreciate that. Somebody can link us on our Twitter <laughs> at how you can eat. Yes. All right. Is so, that? What is that? So so are we? Because I I liked how in last week's episode we we found a winner. Are you going to be able to find a winner? We'll see. This? I do have a second question. So Chuck, if I'll give you a chance to tie. Oh my god! And then we could go to the tiebreaker. If you want that, I know you want to win. Yes, give me that second question. <laughs> All right. So the second question. So there is actually one other member of Luna outside of YYYY that has an associated fruit. Who is it? And then I have four options for you. <laughs> oh, please give me the four options. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to let you guess oh, no. mine. All right. So the options are um, A, Hustle, Lime, B, Yojin, Mango, C, Kim Lip, Persimmon, or D, Cherry, Cherry. <laughs> oh my God, no, no, that's too easy. That's way too easy. I'm going to go with whoever Mango was. Yojin? So, B. All right, Steven, do you want to give a guess? You're already B, leading. B, Mango, final I answer. I will just go with Cherry. Cherry with cherry? Oh, got it. If if that's right, I'm going to be so upset. I'm sorry, Chuck. You have to be upset because it is cherry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Why am I I overthinking this? It's... K-pop is not supposed to be confusing. It's supposed to make clear sense. Oh, no. Everything about the Lunaverse is very confusing. 
I will tell you <laughs> that. You want to know the tiebreaker just just for fun? I I, yeah. I, I, I don't think you'll get this, Stephen. <clears throat> even from just from the, it's not from the music videos at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, just for fun. So when Luna went on YSSCOM's YouTube channel for a 59-second manual video for each member, which member called Eve her Japanese food mate? So essentially, the two of them both really like Japanese food. Is it A, Hassel, B, Kim Lip, C, Chu, or D, Goan? Oh. Just give me um, a total guess. This is just from like them h- hanging out. Hey. I'll guess B. So Chuck's guess is Hustle and Steven guesses Kim Lip. Yeah. Nope, it was go on. All right. We could go back to talk about the album. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, at least oh. at least none of us were right with that one. Yeah. So okay, Steven gets thanks. this point. <laughs> All right, Steven, you won yeah. this week's game. Uh, last week, Alamark won <clears throat> that game. After each season, we will tally up the points, and whoever has the most points will be the winner of that season. So Maybe um, only Steven and I <laughs> can think of the games so that, Chuck, you have double the chance to get points. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think it'd be great if, uh, if I came up with the games, and I'll make it as hard as possible for you two guys. <laughs> we'll do it that works. way. And. At one minute, and, and I would love for each each of... season to be a year. Would you guys agree that that's kind of like the best approach? So, like, if we make it to see, a year, oh, we're we, well, one, yeah, we're definitely still going to be alive in okay. a year. Okay, but that was two, <laughs> we're going to get so tired of doing this podcast by episode twenty three that we're going to be like, ah, whatever. Anyway, we'll we'll definitely make it. I. I We'll we'll have somewhat of a year, I guess, with this podcast. So, I'm hoping we will start season two, October 2021. But that's a year from now. So let's talk about let's continue talking about Midnight. I don't know if it's the other single, but in my ears, at least, it immediately stood out as the next single of this album, and that's Voice the Korean version, or Star, the English version of Voice. I would love to start with you, Stephen, to kind of get your thoughts on... You can talk about Voice, Star... I mean, I'm assuming they're essentially the same. Yeah. Just one's in English, <clears throat> one's in Korean. Um, What are your thoughts on Voice slash Star? I think uh, th- these tracks are my favorite of this album. Um, and I think I might like Star a little more, um, probably because I can sing along to it easier. <laughs> fair enough, fair brings, enough. That brings me enjoyment. Yeah. So um, I think I do enjoy Star a little more. Uh, I thought this song, it was just so good all the way through. Uh, all the members sounded great. I thought especially... Olivia Hayes sounded really good in the because she had the beginning of the second verse, and I think I think also in the English version I thought the way she sang that was 
I like that a little more than the way she sang in the Korean version. Um, she does this little like vibrato at the beginning of some of the words. It sounds really good. Um, but I, I love this song. It has that like modern take on an 80s song. And I felt it was kind of transporting in a way to that time. But it didn't like, it wasn't exactly a copy of any, any song. It just had a lot of the elements that you would that we would, that we are told are from the eighties or like we think of. Um, so I, I really loved it. And I did also see the choreo for this, which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. But I liked the dance break, even though there weren't a lot of really big moves. I thought oh, it just the, Yeah, really the dance well. break in that's really good. I think I'm, I'm going along with you that the, um, I think I pretty much agree. Uh, this song was probably one, um, one of my favorites off the album for sure. I think I also do like Star a little bit more than Voice as well. Uh, mostly because I do think the song just fits better in English. I believe that the song was originally written in English um, based on the writers and the lyricists. Um, and I think Voice, they, um, like whoever on, is on Luna's or Blockberry's team, they sort of rewrote the lyrics to fit the lore a little bit. Um, but like just based on the melody and everything about it, the English really suits it really nicely. Um, yeah. I also agree, like Olivia's part really suits her voice so well, especially when she goes in her more lower register, which you don't get too much of, especially after Egoist, her uh, solo single. Um, she's, been, she's been doing a lot of just like high register stuff, but yeah, that, that low register fit her really well. And I think throughout the album, she kind of was given really like cool parts in all of the songs, actually. Yeah. She really stuck out. Um, one thing I do want to mention, though, is uh, I think I was surprised um, because I don't think any of the members really know English uh, um, uh, fluently. I think Hassel had the best mm -hmm. uh, English out of all of them because she spent a year in the States. But um, she wasn't a part of this comeback. Um, so I was actually surprised to hear uh, Kim Lip's uh, pronunciation was really good. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really funny good. seeing compared to the Luna TVs when uh, during Odd Eye Circle, like uh, um, like Girlfriend, because she was so embarrassed to be speaking in, uh, in English because they shot all of that in L.A. Um, so it was funny, like yeah. knowing that Kim Lip and then seeing or hearing this um, because it was just really good. Um, as you mentioned, the 80s vibe to it. Um, but with like sort of the, um, I liked it a lot. The choices that they used for the synths were just like perfect. Um, mm -hmm. and, I wrote uh, that I, down too. Yeah, the synths were so good. And I think it's throughout the entire album. I think um, this song especially though, it was just produced very well. Um, I think the mixing, the balance of all the different arrangements were uh, really good overall. But I think it really stands out in this song. Um, and then I also want to mention that... Um, I think my favorite part um, is just based on like the uh, vocal timbres and vocal textures that they have. I really loved it when they had the pre-chorus from Jin Sol to Eve that went straight into the chorus that started off with Kim Lip because Jin Sol and Eve have kind of those like huskier um, tones to their voices. Yeah. Um, but when it switches to the chorus into Kim Lip's like really clear toned voice, I really like that um, contrast a lot. So yeah, the yeah everything about this and including the performances you mentioned earlier were just so good. I had to step away because I needed to plug my laptop to a charger because I was at ten percent. 
I started at ninety percent with this podcast. So, so, oh, uh, so uh, doing Zoom and recording in GarageBand for sure uh, sucked a lot of life out. So I'm plugged in, and it's I see the number going up. But so I missed everything that Stephen and Alan Mark said in his beginning part. But I was gathering the same, or I'm gathering that we share the same opinions. I really enjoyed this track. It's the, uh, I'm a sucker for 80s, um, uh, especially like uh, like f- f- uh, new, new wave, I guess if you want to call it that way, like um, new, new. like modern, modern 80s. And that, that's, I felt a lot of that with this track. I, uh, I wrote down a note. I, I said, sounds like a song you would listen to at night on a motorcycle. Like that's the kind of like visual I was being given, just like neon, again, 80s for sure. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I don't think I have anything more to say. You guys yeah. probably already touched upon everything. Yeah. One thing I do want to mention to you, Chuck, I think Steve wanted to test this too. Uh, you should watch the live performance of this song. I think it really better encapsulates like what Luna's about and just like the performance or stage presence, uh, the choreography. It, it's like the full package is really nice. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. yeah. That's... There's a point because in these performances, they are wearing their uh, the outfits from like the first set of uh, concept yeah. photos. And it's more like a Western. Like, oh, yeah, cool. kind of like hippie and... vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. And in the... <laughs> In like the dance break for this song, there's this one like step that I thought just fit that theme really well. It was like, I I don't know, but I just thought it fit. It looked like they were almost like, square dancing, but it looked really good. I thought they like when they turned and had that big step, and that was just I'm really, excited to. I just thought it fit the whole. See that then visual. Yeah, check. I'm uh, I'm excited to for you to get into Luna a bit more oh and my actually God, watch I'm, the yeah. performance videos because. Like the dance practices, there, yeah. Then you get to see the full OT twelve or eleven do the full sets. It's it's. I good. apologize to everyone. I I should be standing over Luna right now. But <laughs> I it's am ill equipped, and so no, this, I this will. This is the introduction. I will come back. I, I'm sure Luna is not going anywhere, so I'll have time to come back again. Still, still working towards becoming better than these guys. As far as the knowledge, yeah. I would uh, say now is probably K-pop. a good time. This, no, go oh, ahead, Steven. I think this song is getting a video. I feel like I read it. It makes somewhere. sense to me. I feel like the members are going to make a video. I think I saw that. But I, I don't know if it's true. Uh, that would be fun. That. You don't get a lot of um, B side yeah. music videos from uh, groups post release. Yeah. So that's actually really exciting. If, if true. So we talked about both. Yeah the first single and what I think we can all three agree upon, which will be the second single. Uh, let's, let's switch gears a bit and kind of, uh, touch upon some of the songs towards the latter half of the albums. Ones that we, in our discussion with the, uh, the album last week, we kind of just kind of went through because it's just like, Oh God, we got to talk about track seven. Track so I want to give some love or not love, depending on how you look at it, to some of these later songs. And so um, I would love, I mean, we did talk about Star, but obviously that's the same song, except different language. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Oops, because I wrote a couple notes down. Um, what What do you guys, what is your guys' feel and vibe? Leave me alone. 
one's really interesting when it comes to vibe because it sort of it's um because the album itself you could tell there's like half the album is chill mellow or ballady while the other half is like high energy n- sort of noisy noise music ish <laughs> um so you really get like that, that dichotomy um I do like how they transition from this, the mellower stuff to the high energy stuff um, because usually albums go the other way around, but this is a nice buildup. But with Oops, Oops is interesting. I think my, my first note that I have with the song is, what is the song structure? <laughs> Cause That's what, I'm, yeah. It's yeah. Sort of like, exactly what I wrote. Does it make, I actually wrote it down. I was like, what order is this on? So it's like, one, two, three, one. Four, five, three, one, four, six, which is the dance break, and then three, one, four. It's like if you have to lo- break apart each part. It's like the lost sequence, uh, lost sequence of numbers, or something like that. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. When you just repeated that. Yeah. I, but it was just. I, yeah. Go ahead. I, I I'll just make a quick note. I I did like the elements individually but again just like the music video as a whole i was like what is this song like it 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 was transitioning from like trap rap moments and then all the way it would just like slingshot its way to like a song that you would dance to a ddr or something like with that like pulsating like uh techno beat thing going on and so i was like what is this song i'm so off put that's why i was just like i i i i when you say interesting, I would personally say, nah, not, 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 that ain't it. Like, that's, that's, I'm not going to go back to this song for sure anytime soon. I mean, as a package, yeah, it's, it was cool to have it there, but I'm for sure probably going to skip that track. I, I, I'd be, so I started doing this since we have been listening to more, uh, releases i've been making a uh korean pop playlist it's it's literally called korean pop no no no. it's called korean popular music that's what i named that (laughs) and it i think i'm gonna start putting the songs that i would go back to and listen to over and over again um so it'd be cool to kind of release this to um to you who who are listening right now so you can see at least my mindset and i'd be curious to see if you guys would be interested in doing that too like your own playlist so that if there's people listening out there who kind of jive with our like each of our opinions they at least have a playlist to go to to kind of get the same feel and everything because like we the three of us while we have very similar tastes we also have very we, we have dissimilar tastes on other spectrums so um yeah i I I'm comfortable saying that I'm not really a fan of this song, um, and I know it's sacrilegious of me to say because I I love loving things, but yeah, I just I wasn't I wasn't really into Oops. I think the name of the song really uh, spoke to uh, to the mistake that they made. Damn, <laughs> got him. Okay. Oh, so. <laughs> Okay, first, I, I do love that idea, Chuck, of having playlists. And I literally started that last night. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, see? I have one already. It's, it's like three and a half hours long. Oh, okay, and okay. Mine, mine's called Good K. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I, I want to change it to uh, if we 
associated with the show, then I'm gonna change mine to special K, like the cereal. <laughs> I had to step away from the mic. That was so good. Okay, it tastes something. Um, but um, I do. I I like this song. It it kind of it feels like for, to me. I thought this could have also been like a title or lead. Because it kind of fits with the very contemporary sound of a lead track by group. I think especially in K-pop, um, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought that this song, to me, probably has the best rap section. I agree. I agree with that. Luna's yeah. discography. <laughs> and I want to say that Luna doesn't do a, a whole lot of rap, or they, they don't do too much. Mm-hmm. And when they do it. It, it's it's fine <laughs> and they don't really like there are a few people who tend to do it um but this i thought that this one sounded mm-hmm. really good i thought it kind of like i think it was hejin who started yeah. it and it kind of sounded like the three of them were like gonna exchange bars <laughs> but like the, the just the sound is like kind of, it if they went back and forth that would have been really cool but the the three who did it i thought they did a really good yeah. job um and the just the the rhythm of, of the rap is was good yeah um, T- just touching on the rap part but, it's like i agree i think it's probably their best rapping that they've done in a song because you yeah you mentioned they don't really do rap that much usually it's just like a few lines here and there just to throw out go on but um this one they actually <laughs> like i feel like they got um like their strongest at least when it comes to the tone with the rappers so it was he jin to olivia hey and then jin Sol had the the double um portion which was yeah. um really good i think she's probably the best rapper which also while also being one so. of the best vocalists which is like crazy um yeah and then there's also hejin who's just good at everything too um but yeah i know i agree um yeah. probably the best rap section um i think with this song um i do like it too it kind of reminds me of an itsy song uh, it could be an itsy song and i know that's uh mm. i don't know if it's a criticism but a comment that i've seen people say about this album um, I like Itzy, so that uh, makes uh-huh. sense. Um, but I, I think my yeah. the, I think my comments are like each portion seems pretty short. They didn't really double up except for um, I think the last chorus, the "I Love Myself" portion, was the only time they actually doubled mm-hmm. up on a section. Everything else kind of just like went, came and went super fast. Um, and right. as Chuck mentioned, it was like super yeah. different. Um, like each part was like sort of breaking your neck, trying to twist and turn to um, go into the next part. Um, and that's something, um, you've, it's pretty consistent with K-pop uh, since I'd say probably Girls' Generation's I Got a Boy was the first song to really do something yeah. like that. And mm. then I think it's been really common since then. So um, I think that's why Steven and I probably like it more. We've we've been listening to more recent K-pop a lot more. So That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. Well, yeah. Something that was very consistent throughout, and you can probably tell by the sound of my voice that I thoroughly enjoyed this song. Because I, I, I think I can safely say 90s R&B is my favorite genre of music. And I always appreciate whenever a K-pop group has that track that kind of just takes elements from like uh, New Jack Swing or like... Um, you know, Brandy or just anybody, anybody within that era, like late 80s to early 2000s, like that's, 
feels like I, I felt all the vibes with a Z hit me like right at like the second number five like it just I knew I was in for a very familiar and pleasurable ride with that song and I I don't think I really have anything much to say if you guys want to say more about fall again it just it's my comfort zone let's just say that that type of song and I can always go back to that Whenever I'm like, if I after I listen to Oops and I just need some sort of like security blanket, I will come back to Fall again because that's where I can just do the easy like chill listening. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll jump to you, Steve. Yeah. What do you? What are your thoughts on yeah, Fall again? I, I really like this song too. Uh, also, I didn't have too much to say, uh, but I I was surprised by the acoustic guitar at the end, and I like that a lot. Um, nice. I think I I don't know who is but I think Kim Lip sounded really good oh, on this track yeah. too. Like this is kind of her wheelhouse, mm-hmm. I feel vocally. Um, yeah, anything R and B even yeah, she was really, sounding Kim Lip was will great. sound good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked this one. I get it's probably my second favorite on the album. I agree. So. I agree with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, y'all pretty much touched up on the same things that uh, same thoughts as I do. Um I mean, I really like that it's more of an R&B uh, feel of a ballad. Um, in K-pop, most of the time, it's it takes a lot for a ballad to really grab me and for me to really like it. Um, usually, yeah, having an R&B feel to it helps a lot for because, yeah, I was raised on that as well, um, which is, I think, helped me really like this song, too. Um, yeah, with the guitar at the end, you mentioned, Stephen, when uh, it's sort of like a bridge, but it's like sort of the final chorus. Yeah. And when it was just Chu singing that part with the guitar, it sounded so right. good. I thought Chu really shined on this song because usually she's like thrown in yeah. there to do like a lot of the high belty stuff. But then here mm-hmm. she was like really in her pocket, switching from che- like a mellow chest voice, comfortable range in the chest voice to falsetto mm-hmm. uh, modal mixture, a bit about that. Um, she, I thought she sounded really good. Uh, of course, Kim Lip as well, as we mentioned before. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, part of the reason why I think also, Chuck, this one also grabbed to you. So what makes Luna sort of stick out and has gone, given them a lot of international um, popularity is because their, um, especially their B-sides, are very palatable to um, international uh, fans. Um, there's a lot of more R&B influence, sort of the synthy 80s influence with uh, a lot of their songs, which is why I think... Um, like they're actually not too popular uh, domestically in Korea compared to like a lot of the other uh, groups. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, they've had uh, before this, they've had three singles and they've only had one music show win. Um, and that was just with their most recent one. And so what? Uh, so I think um, like the juxtaposition between songs like Hear, Voice slash Star, Fall Again, and I think Universe as well fits mm-hmm. more towards international fans and what they may like. And the others, the, like the louder, popular, um, noise music-y type songs like Why Not, Hide and Seek, and Oops, I think is to 
help. I think I would hope it would help them with the more domestic audiences because that's what they're used to in K-pop as well. Um, so that might be why yeah. there's like that different yeah. changes in. Um, yeah, because usually their other albums are pretty cohesive, um, but this one seems like there's a different, definitely a different um, uh, feel to the songs. Yeah, for sure. That's a great point. Um, I know we have two other songs uh, of the release. Uh, I would love to hear if you guys have any quick thoughts about them i didn't write too much about it but if you if you any of you guys want to touch more on universe or hide and seek i'd be more than happy to let you guys do that and also you don't have to you Mm -hmm. can just be like yeah those are good songs yeah Yeah. actually universe i just said it was pleasant it is yeah Yeah, for me for me universe strong feelings yeah yeah it's it's not it's not a song that I was like immediately had to write all my feelings about, but it, the only thing I wrote, it was like, yeah, it reminded me of like a, what, what chain, not what chain smokers or Zed would release when they like partner up with like a female, like it's the same vibe, same like, um, airy electronic dance style where it's just like very, like you're saying, Alan Mark palatable to, the international audience like it sounds familiar it sounds like something you would be on the radio yeah. but not necessarily be a song that stands out from the rest of the other songs yeah so. i mean it's a good b-side i would say i think that's where it fits really nicely as a b-side in the middle of an mm-hmm. album um i do like i think the melody of it is really like good i think that's what really elevates a song otherwise i think it would have just been like um more of a basic song but i think the melody sounds really nice yeah. and as you said that the pleasant part of it um I, and one part of the song I do really want that sticks out to me. Um, I like the pacing of it, especially when um, because the first chorus, the um, the percussion drops out and it's just like the strings and synths. But then the second chorus mm. just takes that the percussion and has it go straight through from the from the uh, from the verse. And I thought that was a really nice touch to help with the pacing of that song, so it doesn't seem too slow or um, or repetitive. So I thought that was a really nice touch. Mm. Um, and also it's felt, I like that they're keeping with the space vibe of midnight, like the moon, um, space travel stuff. I felt like it had that vibe. It reminded me of this, uh, this might age me a little bit. This one, uh, Larkin Ciel song. So that J-Rock band, Larkin Ciel, they had a song called Neo Universe. And it had that sort of same, like, synths that, um, were kind of soft, but bouncy, um, that kind of glided through. Um, I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, those are essentially my thoughts on universe. And then with hide and seek, I don't have much on that. I think it's the, the lesser, um, cousin to oops in a sense. Um, yeah, 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 but it, (laughs) but it's sort of, um, I mean, I, I still liked it. I generally like every song of this album. Um, I think it is sort of missing something. Like when I kept listening to it, I wanted to combine it with Becky Mackey's, uh, song cool that just came out recently as well there was that oh, there was right. that one part in the uh end of the chorus where it kind of rises like i wanted to add that part right at the end of the chorus of hide and seek because i feel like that would have mm. elevated that song uh, a lot nicely the, but other than that um i mean it's a it's a fun another fun song the the yeah. only note i wrote about hide and seek was this song is panic slash anxiety inducing. That is the that is what I wrote. Like it just felt like it was just like 
elevating my heart. Like it's just like I got I had to go faster. I had to go like it. It was very like, um, again, weird for me to listen to that after having listened to everything on the the A side. Mm-hmm. So it's just again, I'm sh- I I understand B side give you a different feel, um, but for sure, oh, I I was again. You can you can tell the kinds of songs that I like to listen to. Well, before we uh, before this podcast counts down to zero and we take off, I think I wanted to just say thank you guys again for joining us on another trip around the podcast world with How You Can Eat. We are very much enjoying finally being able to talk about K-pop together. We've been like we said in the last podcast, have been trying to do this for a very long time. And it's just funny how a pandemic is the reason why we were finally able to have enough time to do it. So it's it's great. Um, just a little housekeeping. We are slowly building up our socials. So if you want to give us a, a follow or tweet at us or anything like that, we're going to start doling that out. We're pretty much locking in all the how you can eat cross-platform 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 so uh so we're on how you can eat at gmail.com at how you can eat at instagram at how you can eat at twitter so we'll we'll figure out all the other ones we'll we'll have a we'll have a snapchat tiktok all sorts of things as we keep going along but make sure to follow all of that and if you have any comments or opinions or you just want to say hello feel free to shoot us an email uh, how you can eat at gmail.com we'll be reading it and answering back we would love to hear anything you guys have to say we want this show to be just or we want this show to be yours as oh let me say that again we want this show to be as much yours as it is ours so thank you very much for listening um why don't we uh do our sign uh a sign offs Whatever you want to say, you can just be like, uh, you can also say thank you and whatever, whatever you want to say. I forgot how follow me on, (laughs) yeah, yeah, the same thing Uh, again. Like, thanks for listening. Uh, I don't know, (laughs) up to you guys. Okay, okay, I can go. Um, you know, this was my like my first real Luna comeback, so I was I was really excited. Um, and I haven't really gotten into a group this much since I, I really got into a group called Crayon Pop Ooh, a few wow. years ago. And like because they kind of they didn't like quite they felt like underdogs a little bit in the whole K-pop scene, and they didn't quite mm-hmm. fit. Um, uh, but I think Luna's they have reached. Uh, more fans and like they're a little more successful than crayon pop ever got but i'm like getting the same kind of feelings of and i'm really happy to have found a group i i really like now um but uh so i i'd like that aspect too of just having this album um so yeah uh i, I pretty much gave all my thoughts about the songs uh i do want to say that i hope hustle Psych takes her time and takes care of herself, and I'm looking forward to to seeing all twelve of them back together. I um I and shout out to uh, Jihan of Weekly, and I hope she <laughs> is doing well. 
I just thought of this the the way we can end all of our podcasts or sorry our um episodes and just in the same vein of a restaurant uh, I will be calling last call for you guys. Oh, that's so good. Okay. I'm just going to record me yeah. just pretend I said this before you spoke Stephen. Um all right Stephen what is your last call? All right that's that's that. Now I'll go to Alamark. All right. Alamark. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> nice. Sorry. I, I got you, I got you. Um, oh. All right. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just laughed. Oh, no. Okay, last call on Alamark. Uh, yes, thank you for um, having us uh, talk about the Luna, uh, talk about Midnight. Uh, yeah, I was there for So What, but I wasn't really a a fan back then until now. So this is the first time I was super stoked about a comeback, um, you know, getting into everything, Lunaverse, all the music and stuff like that. So um, it was really a joy to talk about. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, hustle, uh, get well soon, uh, come back and in your own terms, uh, rest well. Um, but we do miss you and would like to see OT12 again. That'd be, that'd, I do love all 12. Um, but, I mean, other than that, um, yeah, stream Midnight. It's really good. <laughs> uh, stream Midnight and, and stand Luna. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> um, no, no, legit, Luna really just crept up on me as a, as a group I really liked. Um, I, yeah, ended up really liking. So, um, yeah, it's been quite an adventure this past year just listening to them. And um, yeah, really excited to see where they go from here, both expanding the universe and uh, the music that they do. So amazing! Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on every single podcast platform. We are hopefully going to be, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, we'll already have been in every platform. So Google Play, Apple, uh, Spotify. Pocket Cast, anywhere you get your podcasts, I'm sure we're going to be there. So make sure to subscribe. Leave us any comments there. Rate us as many stars as the, as possible. We would really appreciate all the feedback. And I don't have a sign off yet. Um, again, I'm going to try and think of that for the third episode. But it'll be something food related, I think. But until then, thank you so much for listening to How You Can Eat. It has been our pleasure. We will catch you in the next one. Bye. See ya. See ya.